Welcome back to Gems with Genesis Amaris Kemp. Today with me, I have none other than Raven Harris. And let me tell you a little bit about Raven. So <laughs> Raven is a coach, speaker, and trainer who partners with young adults in discovering professional opportunities that are purposeful and fulfilling. And who doesn't like to live their life out on purpose, right? She's a graduate of Cornell University with over 10 years of experience mentoring young professionals. Raven founded Activate the Dream Coaching and Consulting to help young adults rediscover themselves by doing what their purpose to do and attach a reality to their dreams with both professionally as well as personally. Raven offers a variety of programs and services for individuals, colleges, and companies that aid young professionals in leading from any role, college, community, and career. Without further ado, let me welcome Raven Harris. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. My pleasure, Raven. And you know, a bio is just a bio and we can't put everything in a bio. So let us know a little bit more about what you're doing on the forefront as well as behind the scenes. Oh, wow. So again, thank you so much for having me. Thank you for the opportunity to share with your audience. Uh, right now, what I am super excited about is my partnerships with schools. I found that when you think about that purpose to professional alignment, when you're trying to figure out, you know, what do I want to do with my life and what do I want to do with my life where I can make money? That time when you are in college and you were in that exploration phase and you're really trying to discover who you are, discover your gifts, your talents. It is such an amazing time. And it's a time where mentors, faculty, staff, coaches, consultants can really be impactful in the lives of young people. And that's what I'm doing. I'm working with colleges, universities, high schools to ensure that their students are, are equipped to lead from any role, you know, college, community, and career. And one of the biggest things is to make sure we focus on that retention and graduation. Uh, it is such a you know, different time right now, going to college in the midst of a pandemic. And a lot of universities have found, even pre-pandemic, that that first year, that freshman, it's challenging. There's so many adjustments that freshmen have to make when they're coming into a new environment, meeting new people. And we need to make sure that we reach those students and that we help equip them and empower them, empower them to remind them, hey, you're here, we accepted you, we are excited that you're here, and we're going to ensure that you have everything you need to succeed. So that's what I'm doing right now, helping colleges, high schools, and universities really make sure that their students remain on campus, remain in school, and excel while they're there. And that's beautiful because that is definitely needed. And if I think back to when I was in college, like you definitely need that sounding board. You need that good support system. And you also need an outlet because whenever you're stepping into new territories, you want to be able to bounce ideas back on somebody. You want to ask people who've been through what you're getting ready to walk through. Like, hey, can you give me some advice and some guidance? And you don't want just any advice. You want some, some substance. 
you want the meat and the potatoes, the caviar, because everyone out here knows that colleges are expensive. Colleges are actually, you know, a business too. And some of the information that you learn, some of it is outdated, but they teach you the foundation so you could be successful in the world. But then whenever you get out in the real world, you're like, man, that stuff I learned in college is not even what's popping right now. Like I need to learn about this, this, and that. So I'm, I'm glad to hear that you are actually launching out deep and you're going into the high schools, the colleges, the universities, and you're really talking to them and talking about, you know, their professional career, mentoring them, and you're giving them the playbook. So whenever they finish, they could get out here in the real world and do something that builds them up personally as well as professionally, whether they want to go into business for themselves or they want to work that nine to five until they work on their extra strategy when they figure out like you know what this nine to five is not what it's cut out to be so before we go a little bit deeper raven i want you to talk about how do you intertwine purpose and professional alignment into fulfillment in the now because i truly believe once you know who you are and what you were born to do you won't fall victim to what somebody tells you that you were made to do and that encompasses being fulfilled in the now and we have to be present so let's walk us through your journey before you got to where you are and the reason why i asked that is because sometimes people may see oh raven harris she's doing this she's making these boss moves, but they may never know how you had to struggle before you launched your own business, how you had to go through failures before you saw the success, how you had to put up with people's nonsense because of the color of your skin, and etc. And all of those things that you went through before you got to where you are is what made you, you know, Raven M. Harris. It's a part of you. It's a part of your DNA and your story. And your story is uniquely yours. <laughs> Yeah, so I remember uh, when I started college, college was very, very challenging for me. I'm from a small rural town where I got my, my southern roots from a Georgia peach and went to college completely unprepared. I feel like I didn't know up from down and I struggled initially. Um, it was an environment where it was challenging. It was cold in every sense of the way. And it was in upstate New York. And it was, it was definitely a place where I feel like I put on my big girl pants. Like I learned to realize, you know, how do you go out in the world and, and stand on your own two feet? And I started as a biology major graduated with my degree in biology and still felt like, I don't know what I want to do with my life. Still confused, went back to college, got another degree. Cause that's what you do, right? When you don't know what you want to do. Um, so after I graduated from college, I spent nearly a decade in healthcare administration doing what I consider just very meaningful and impactful work. So blessed to have spent um, that time However, it came to, a, I would call it a crossroads last year, 2020, you know, I'm in a healthcare environment. I'm in the, what many would call my dream career. I'm in the C-suite, but I'm unhappy. I'm unfulfilled. I'm feeling like if this is goals, like this doesn't feel like goals. I, I'm exhausted. I'm drained. I'm dealing with microaggressions from every. Um, every angle. 
And I just really felt like there's more. And I think so many people in their lives, they've been through that time where that, that, that thing hits them where like, there's got to be more to life than this. And that's where I feel like, you know, you're, you're walking out of alignment. Something's not right. Something is, it's, it's out of um, alignment for you. It doesn't feel good for you. And, and if, and if, I've worked this hard. I've been through this much schooling. Why does this not feel like what success is for me? And it came to the point where it was my birthday and birthdays are huge for me. My birthday's Juneteenth, June 19th. And I remember telling myself, Raven, you cannot go into another year. You were blessed with another year of life and you're just going through the motion. You're going a place every day that you don't feel like you're supposed to be there. There's more for you than this. And you keep going. You're, you're, in, you're in a hospital. You're seeing so much um, sickness. You're seeing so much death. You know, you will be in one of those hospital beds one day. And will you say like, I wish I would have, shoulda, woulda, coulda. It was on my birthday that I made the decision that no more of this. I needed to walk in my purpose. I needed to do something that I felt fulfilled in doing. And I feel like when you're doing something that is in alignment with who you are, why you're here, there's a different level of joy. And I knew I was missing that joy. There was an emptiness. So I resigned. Wow. And I'm so glad to hear you really talk about that leading up to you resigning because, you know, you had to ask yourself those hard questions, Raven. You had to look yourself in the mirror and say, how much longer? And you had to come to your realization of enough is enough. Like I cannot continue to feel the way that I'm feeling because what success looks like for somebody else is not going to be what success looks like for you. And once you really tap into your full potential, your purpose, despite what social media tries to put out out there, despite what family tries to project on us, despite what society tries to protect, project on us, and you really come to the realization like, hmm, you have that aha moment. What completes Raven? What makes me tick? What makes me smile? What brings me joy? What brings me happiness? What gives me that place of peace and serenity where I could really walk into my truths, be unapologetically me, leave my imprint while leaving an impact to build that legacy and that sturdy foundation? What does Raven's empire look like? What does my calling look like? Am I walking into my destiny assignments? Am I connected to the right people? Am I connected to the source? And am I truly building up? Did you ask yourself any of those questions? When you said, am I connected to the source? Again, I've had to realize where there's vision, there will also be provision. Oftentimes we're wondering, well, why is this not working out? Or why does this not feel good? because you're not connected to the source. You're not connected to the vision. You're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. And like you said, it looks different from, for everybody. There are people who are like, 
well, you, you amassed this amount of success or you've done this or you've done, but it didn't feel right or good for me. And as you mentioned earlier, I want to touch on this uh, on social media, right? You see someone doing this, doing that. You don't know people's story. You don't know what's going on behind the scenes or as one of my friends says, under the hood. Just because you see all these flashy things or see what I would call for me, I felt like I had success on paper, but I didn't feel successful inside because I knew that there was more for me. And everyone has where, what their more is or what their good enough is. Or, but I knew like, okay, you may be great, but I knew I was supposed to be grand. And a lot of people have that, but they don't know how to navigate they don't know, they don't have the right support, guidance, and you have to be very careful whom you allow to pour into you, whom you seek guidance from, because everyone doesn't have your best interest in mind. And even those who may be well-intended, the vision may not have been given to them. Nine times out of 10, the vision was not given to them. So they can't see, well, what do you mean you're going to resign? Well, what do you mean? You've been in this 10 years. And it's like, okay, that's great. But this chapter is closing. And for me, one of the things I've had to learn, and this has been a process, a journey, in the journey as we speak, is giving myself permission to do new things. Because that was what, you know, people may have known me for my career in healthcare administration, and I'm still doing some things in healthcare. So it's not like it's completely, you know, gone away. But just because that's what people knew, there's, there's, there's multiple layers to who Raven is. And I think that's another thing. Sometimes we get pigeonholed because of our background, the color of our skin, where we, where we went to school, where we grew up, all those type of things. Um, you don't have to allow that to pigeonhole you. There is multiple layers often to our purpose and who, what the impact we're supposed to make here on this planet. And bringing it back to colleges, I feel like why that's so important to you know, be a voice for students on those campuses is because that is such a time for exploration, to you know, meet, explore new cultures, new um, challenge your thinking. I know for me, for one of the biggest things that I'm grateful for from my um, college experience is, you know, challenge thinking, challenge questions, challenge answers, the way you've already always seen something. Let me look at this from a different angle, perspective, viewpoint, vantage point. It's so important. After, for me, when I made the transition from employee to entrepreneur, my way of doing things, seeing things, those had to change as well. Those had to trend. It's one thing to, you know, I would, I would be at work and, you know, you have an issue with your computer. You call the IT department. When you are an entrepreneur, it's like, oh, you are IT, finance, you, you're everything, right? So just the way that you approach things has to change. And I think giving yourself permission to say, hey, I may be excellent in one area, but I haven't been an entrepreneur before. So this is something new for me. I may have been excellent in high school, but I haven't been in college before, or I've been, a, oh, I, I did great in my freshman year, but I haven't done sophomore year yet. So this is something different for me. It's a new challenge. And with each challenge, the tests get harder. 
And that is something I've had to really like be okay with. The tests get harder, but you can do this. You were given this mountain to show that it can be moved. You can do this. I love that. And as you were speaking, Raven, I kept hearing the words multifaceted. I kept hearing visionary, resilient, grit, perseverance, persistence, fearless, limitless, and out of the box. And the reason why those words came into my mind is because those are all the things that you're doing in this season to encompass the fulfillment in the now that is attached to purposeful and professionally alignment because you're going to be that voice for those students who don't have a voice right now in this new chapter and season that they're walking in. You're showing them that, hey, Raven isn't just Raven. I'm multifaceted where I have various things that I do, but this is the areas that I could help you in. And once you accelerate in this area, then I could release some other things that I have in my will house to help you. And then I kept thinking when you said vantage point, it reminded me of whenever we go get our eyes checked at the optometrist, you know, they said, which, which one is clear? One or two? Two or one? One or two? So whenever we're going in through a new season, we have to see, is our vision being cleared? How are we perceiving things? Are we looking at things from a different vantage point? If I take my glasses off, I could see that's Raven, but I can't see all the features on her face until I put on the lenses so I could get that clear perspective. So how are you getting your clear perspective and how are you really ensuring that you're fulfilling it that is lined up with your purpose and your purpose is tied to your passion too. But most importantly, you really want to walk out into your purpose so you can ensure that your visions, your dreams, your gifts and talents don't end up in the graveyard. And I co-sign what you say because some people... They see you, but they don't see the vision in you. They see you, but they don't see the purpose in you because it wasn't placed in them. It was placed in you for such a time as this. So let's explore this a little bit more. Yeah, one of the things you said, um, what am I doing to make sure that I am in constant pursuit and constant alignment with my purpose is I have coaching. I have coaching with people to help see that greatness inside of me and uh, take the blinders off. One of the things I've found is oftentimes we're our own worst enemies. Like we'll critique ourselves. We'll say, well, I don't like this about me or I don't have that. And it's amazing how often other people will say, well, you're amazing at this. You're great at that. Um, I always come to you for this. And sometimes when you do something so naturally, and again, it goes back to your gifts and talents, it's come so easy to you, you're not even aware of it. And one of the biggest things that happened for me in the past year is I was talking to a mentor about, we were talking about, you know, coaching and mentorship and guidance. And we, we use the term tangible. And, you know, I said, well, I had someone who poo-pooed on my dreams. They told me, you know, what you're doing, it's an intangible. How, how do you think that you're going to be able to create a business around that? And the mentor reminded me, you 
naturally empower, uplift. You make people feel good. And when people feel good, they do good. And he was like, and you don't think that's an intangible? When people are able to have better performance, better results, because of just the way that you open doors, empower people, shine lights on things. And I was like, wow. And I've been doing that my entire life. And it was, it's something that I just, I just naturally do because I always want to leave every environment, every person around me better than when I found them. And I, I believe that one of my superpowers is I see the greatness in people. I see how easily you, Genesis, you connect with people, how you were just able to like flow off like, hey, I, I, you know, I hear this, I hear this, I hear this, I hear this you connect and you lean in and, and, and you see greatness in people and you're able to put words around that. I think sometimes when you do something that is, it just is your natural talent, you may overlook it. So it's very important to have people around you that build you up and remind you, hey, you're not just okay, Genesis, you're like pretty awesome at this and you're one of a kind. There is no one like you. I've never met anyone like you. What you're doing is special. And when you think about competition, you know, you'll hear people talk about, well, there's no, you know, who's your competition? You know, and not in an arrogant way, but when you are doing something that is so unique, that is a God-given talent, is there really any competition? When you are in a lane of your own and the way you touch people is there really a competition? I want, you know, people to pause and think about this, you know, because I, you know, you're doing competitor analysis is not to be arrogant, but when you know, like, I, I, have, I have some special sauce around this. I have some special anointing around this. Is there really, is there really any competition? I'm going to just leave you with that note right there. <laughs> Woo, my job. Let, let me say like Kevin Hart, like the fire on that. <laughs> no, just. Yeah, I love that because I always tell people you should be in competition with no one but yourselves, but you should be willing to compliment yourself with somebody else and do partnerships whenever you guys are operating in the same arena, when you're traveling at the same uh, wavelength, and when you each want to be whole and complete in one area, but Raven could give strengths to Genesis, Genesis could give strengths to Raven, and they're doing things together in a collaborative manner that is effective for their communities and their niche audiences that they're trying to reach. And they're doing it holistically, where they're both building and growing together. And if you think about people who are building a home, you need the plumber, you need the electrician, you need the, the person that comes in and oversees to make sure that everything is wired correctly. That's quality assurance, quality control. You need very various people that are involved in building a house and making sure that house gets the final approval before the buyer closes in on it. That's why there's a final inspection. So without having the right people on your team who are SMEs, subject matter experts in their field, then you will not have a sturdy home for your buyer to live in. So if you think about what goes into building a home, what goes into creating a vehicle, 
what goes into building a sturdy business it does not happen with just one person it happens when that one person has a vision but they're able to align their vision with other people who could see their qualities who could see their worth and who truly wants them to win so one thing i heard is you have to be watchful for they but you also have to be watchful for them because you have to ask yourself who are my roof tears in my in my life and I'm not trying to get on a religious spin here or a spiritual spin, but there was a story in the Bible whenever there was a friend who was lame and paralyzed and he wanted to get to Jesus. But in order to get to Jesus, they couldn't get through the door because the place was packed because everyone was trying to reap the anointing and the healing of Jesus. So you know what his friends said? You know what? It's our fate. We're going to climb up to the roof and we're going to tear a hole in that roof and we're going to lower our friend down and those are the roof tears your a1s from day ones your ride and die the people that see you where you are but they also see that you're more than where you are and they're going to call you up to higher levels they're going to tear the roof off of that sucker and they're going to lower you in so you could get that revelation you could get that anointing and you could be all that you were created to be and i'm telling you if you don't have those roof tears in your life if you don't have those people who will see you in your mess and call you out of that mess to see the message that was being sent to you. If you don't have those people who would say, you know what, your boo stinks, but I'm going to help you get it unstunk by doing this. If you don't have those people that are willing to smell your smell that stink and spray that poopery to make it smell good, then who are you hanging with? Who are you doing life with? And we all have to do self-inventory of ourselves. And that's what Raven did. She did inventory in her personal life as well as her professional life. And she's fulfilling her purpose now because tomorrow may not be promised, but now is here. So what are you doing now to accelerate? So Raven, I want you to leave us with some gems. I want you to tell us, what helps you be inspired on a daily basis? What does your morning routine look like? Do you have any scriptures, any mantras, any songs that just pump, pump, pump it up to get Raven up on, out of bed, and, you know, just be who Raven was created to be because your smile illuminates your skin and that natural glow. That's that aura. Like, Tell us, tell us about Raven. And then we're going to close out with your contact information. But pour out those gems, girl. <laughs> the biggest thing that I do is journal. Journal and prayer. Uh, prayer to just, it's one of those things, take it, take it to the Lord. There's so many things that have us stressed, overwhelmed, uh, just feeling sometimes just down and out. And I'm working also to, to change my language around those things. So I believe, you know, what you speak, what you speak over your life, you're speaking into existence. So working on even like those terms I use, stress, overwhelm, frustration, working on even removing those terms. And how do I work through this? How do I pray through this? And how do I be solution oriented? So, you know, I heard this quote from like Beyonce. She gives herself 24 hours. You got 24 hours, cry about it, 
moan about it, be upset about it and, and move on. And I spent my life the past 20 plus years where I would really beat me up. I would beat myself up about because I, I'm a high performer. I'm a high achiever. You know, I want the best. I want the best for me and everyone else around me. Like I would always say, you know, you on my team, we're going to win. Losing is not an option. And I found that throughout that journey, I oftentimes really was rough on myself. So working on giving myself grace and giving myself space to say, hey, this may not have gone the way you wanted it to go. What are you going to do about it? So I definitely feel like now more so I'm able to just really reset after a disappointment, um, a rejection or an obstacle by just saying, hey, you did your best and leave the rest. So journaling and prayer has been helpful for that. And for journaling, I realized when you are someone who's very driven, have high goals, you can have a lot of thoughts like circling your mind. So putting them on paper and coming up with plans and strategies for them has really helped give me peace around them. So those are the two things that have really been transformational in my life. I love that. And thank you so much for sharing those things, um, Raven, because journaling is definitely empowering because it's a way for you to get your thoughts out of your head onto paper. And then it also gives you a way to go back and reflect on what you wrote. And then prayer. Oh my gosh, prayer is just your personal time where you could establish that vertical relationship. And once that's fully established, then the horizontal relationship will align. And when I say horizontal, that's the relationship with people who are out here in the natural men and women that we come in contact with on a daily basis. But most importantly, you're plugging into the source. And as you plug into the source, he begins to download what you need and how he wants you to go through and affect um, affect the change that he's putting inside of you. So Raven, I want you to tell us, um, the listeners as well as the viewers, how they could personally connect with you, leave your contact information, um, your social media handles, and et cetera. And all of this information will definitely be in the show notes. So you listeners and viewers, there is no excuse. You will definitely be able to get in touch with Raven Harris. Yes, please connect with me on LinkedIn. I'm Raven M. Harris, M as in Mary. Um, also visit uh, my website, which is activatethedream.com. And I invite you to listen to my podcast, which is Reset with Raven. That's on all streaming platforms as well as YouTube. Thank you so much, Raven, for being here and just sharing your time with us, sharing your gratitude, your beautiful spirit, and just really helping those people that are in the colleges, the university, as well as high school, because you're definitely being a change agent and you are needed in such a time as this. And listeners and viewers, once again, it's been a pleasure having you with us here on Gems with Genesis Amaris Kemp. You know what we do when we close out. Peace, love, and lots of blessings. Go out and be great because there is greatness inside of you. The world needs you to show up and pop. Signing out, Genesis Amaris Kemp and Raven M. Harris.